Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Just a quick reminder for my students out there, the essay seminars are firing up for that Common App, UC Essays, private schools, as well as prep for the tests, the ACT and SAT offered over the next couple months. So if you're looking to take those tests again, if we've already worked together, hit me up, we'll get those reviews in. And if you're taking them for the first time and want some help, hit me up, either way. So the next 10 minutes are inspired by a conversation and a plan. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. As things slid downhill in late February and the beginning of March, it was a really dark time for for everyone. And it presented a lot of very intense problems for my students. There are March SATs, there are April ACTs, there are May SATs. These are juniors going into their senior year. They're planning to be done with these tests. Take them. They've been prepping sometimes for months, and we're right about to take them. And the rug really got pulled out from under them. It, it was not a good thing. And, and the students were very freaked out, as were the parents, because they know they needed these tests, at least at the time. Some of the schools have made them optional, but they knew they needed these tests, and there was no clear path to how they were going to take them. And obviously, you know, junior year of, of high school is crazy enough, getting into college is crazy enough. You don't need to add, add this next level of insanity. So the number one thing I knew is that what the students needed more than anything was hope and confidence. And so I got a hold of all of my students immediately. Didn't matter what test it was for. And I just said, hey, look, take a deep breath. Keep your head screwed on straight. We're going to take care of this. And the majority of them said, okay, thank you. Just let me know what we need to do. And I said, I will. I will. We'll take care of it. If you're prepping right now, you want to keep prepping, and your test gets canceled, we'll do free reviews later. If you want to stop right now and pick it up later, we can do that too. Whatever you want to do, we'll do, but I promise we'll take care of it. And again, the vast majority of them just, you could hear the relief. There's, thank you. Okay, perfect. They had other things to worry about. But some people, and really just one, it didn't go along with it that easily. He said, well, how are we going to take care of it? I said, well, we'll take a future test date. He said, well, which future test date? And I said, I, I don't know which will be administered. I mean, and the longer we went, the more we realized, look, nobody knows for sure. But I said, look, we'll take care of it. And he came back to, again, he said, well, how do you know? And it gave me pause because at that moment, I really had to admit, look, I don't know. I don't know. And although he didn't convey it, I could realize in the moment that what happened is he realized that he really couldn't trust my guidance, that he couldn't trust, you know, what I was saying to him and that I really didn't have, I didn't have a path forward. 
And I've been thinking about that a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot over the last couple of months because I think from his perspective, he wasn't wrong to ask, but I think from his perspective, he was saying, look, if you have a plan, then you should have a plan. If you don't have a plan, which means you don't know dates, you don't know strategies, you don't know, you don't have a plan, then just say you don't have a plan. But it was almost like what he, what he felt was happening is that I was instilling false confidence. And although a lot of people clung on to the confidence I had and were, were totally on board and were like, thank God, great, fantastic. He really didn't see it that way. He was like, well, you're essentially just kind of, just kind of lying to us. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Because what is the value of someone's confidence if, if they're not really examining everything? Now, what I mean by that is this kid kept asking. He was like, How, do you know the test dates? No. Do you know if the future test dates will be canceled? No, I don't. Do you know what will happen if I can't take these tests? No, I don't. So I kept having to examine. And what happened, you, you could tell he was going down this rabbit hole of worst case scenarios. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? And again, for every time he asked, I didn't have a response. I, I couldn't say, look, I know exactly how this is going to work out. I know exactly how this is going to you know, play out. And this is what we'll do. And this is what we won't do. And at the end of the day, the value of my confidence in, in his mind evaporated. It's kind of like, well, what good are you? And I don't think that's necessarily fair. Now, as crazy as this sounds, right, if you, if you think about it on a large scale, how could you ever trust somebody or believe in the confidence that they have at the very least if this person really has no idea how things are going to work out? Like, I tell you I'm going to make a turkey dinner. I've never made a turkey dinner. Don't even know what I need. But I was like, but I'll make a turkey dinner. We'll get there. I'm like, well, how? How are you going to do that? I don't know. Well, that's a really silly thing to say. You'd be a fool to eat that person's turkey. I mean, you're going to get all kinds of all kinds of food poisoning. But but I think for those that have experienced difficult situations, I think those who have put themselves in tough spots and come out successful and kept grinding. For those people, there's an intangible quality that's impossible to reason your way through. Because what I really wanted to tell this kid, even though he was really pushing, was, look, you got to trust me, and I can't tell you why you have to trust me, but you have to trust me. And here we are. Here we are. There's a test in two weeks. There'll be a test after that. The ACT and SAT are working out whatever they have to do to get students back on track. I'm, I'm starting a class in literally 10 minutes to start working with kids again to get them reviewed and get them going. It's working out. We're going to have face masks. We're going to have you know, air filters. We're going to have social distancing. We're going to have all this stuff. But the point is, I didn't know how this was going to work out. But I've been in enough tough spots 
to know that whatever had to be done, I was going to figure out a way to do that. And for younger people, especially my younger students, they, they haven't been through those positions as, as many times as I have. I'm not saying they haven't done hard things. For sure they have. But they haven't been at the helm of really difficult spots and had to realize that there was a path forward, even if they couldn't see it. They had to keep working the problem. They had to keep ironing it out. They had to keep finding the solution and keep pushing forward. That was the thing. That was the thing. And I didn't want to be belittling to the student and say, you just don't understand. Because I think he did understand that to make progress, we need to know which way we're going. We need a plan. But in this conversation I was having with him, there was no plan to be had. There were no details. And as a consequence, he devalued my confidence. But we're back on track. We're back on track. Classes are firing up. Students are going to be safe. They're going to take the test. They're going to get into college. It's going to work out. Nobody knew how it would work out. But that doesn't mean it wasn't going to work out. And it's difficult to remember that in tough spots. It's difficult in the absence of concrete path forward. It's difficult to remember that there is a path and things will work. Overwhelmingly, things will normally work out. So the next time you're in a tough spot and there's no path forward and somebody who you value and trust comes to you and says, look, we're going to work this out. If they don't have concrete details, if they don't have a plan immediately right in front of them, think twice before you devalue their confidence. Because somebody who has real confidence in the face of adversity, in the face of mystery, in the face of, of peril and risk, somebody who has real confidence. You want to get behind that person because that's somebody who's going to go forward. And if you let them, they'll help take you forward too. I'm Matt Todd, and this is Eames and the Drives Me. Go out and crush it. Thank you.